0: Dragon Ball Z or Seinfeld. What? Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. We're on the cusp of another Marvel series coming out this week.
1: Oh, I know. I uh and I get to work 12 hour shifts man <laughs> I'm gonna be uh not able to uh, power through and do any uh binge watching really uh, I hate that but i I do plan on having it done as soon as possible I'll, I'll probably watch it on my phone at my when my convenience you know as soon as I can I'll watch it on my phone I have no problems with that
0: well, I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do midnight, but I, after I get done with something that morning, I'm gonna start in uh, Friday because I I have the day off, and uh, I'll at least be able to uh, review three or four episodes by the time we do our next podcast. So, I'm I'm excited. It's it's got some hinky reviews already out there for some people that have seen it, but I'm not worried about that because like I saw Luke Cage reviewed great by a lot of people. And I, I don't have the same opinion of Luke Cage as some people. The first, the first part of the series is great till we lose, till we lose a great character, and then it's kind of mediocre. But oh yeah, agree I, I, with that. Everything I've seen from Iron Fist has got me kind of excited for it. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to just go in clean and and, and get it down, get it done. We did see a new Alien trailer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dude, I think that's been out for uh, a week or. Maybe a little more. I know we just totally skipped over it and didn't cover it. And I wanted to say something like, that That trailer looks amazing. Um, Obviously, now we know why they're there. They're a colonization ship. Okay. Now we know that. Because uh, I believe last time we discussed Alien Covenant, we didn't know whether they were military or miners or what they were doing. Now we
0: know. Right. And I... You know, I don't know exactly how all the mythology plays into the, like the original movies, and and I'm okay with that. It's not something I want to quest after, but it kind of makes me think: Did the is that ship on the same planet as the one in Aliens? Like, is that the planet like years before, oh, and the aliens there, took over? So I, I don't well, know.
1: Maybe they're the distress beacon.
0: Well, that, that's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, and that trailer they did so great. I mean, it played just like, and of course, we know what the bad guy looks like, so there was no need for them to, you know, you can't see it, you don't know what it is. At the very end, whenever it shows it, beat trying to beat through the window, oh, that's so great. And uh, oh. Mr. Uh, uh, Eastbound and Down himself in there, he looks pretty good. Yeah,
1: I thought it was, it looked great, man. I, what I liked about it is, I'm, I'm, well, the trailer, okay, you know the scene where it shows the guy, uh, he's got his shirt lifted up and he's kind of like hunched over. Oh, and he's he's moving
0: very unnaturally.
1: Yes, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to bet in this movie, rather than having a chest burster, we have a back burster. I'm going to make that prediction.
0: I don't like that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be bad too. <laughs> well, I don't like none of that. Uh, but I love it. I oh, can't wait to see it. You know, and I was watching clips from uh, Aliens today, just because um, uh, I was on YouTube and I saw some something related to Bill Paxton once again, and I just decided to watch uh, the Hicks or the Hudson parts. <laughs> Man, it's so good.
1: Oh yeah. Dude, that's funny. See, this is how we are friends. I, I don't understand it. Uh Michelle and I watched Twister last night. I was like, I th- I need to watch some Bill Paxton. So we sat and watched Twister. You want me to say something real quick on that movie? Yeah. Graphics wise, that movie holds up.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's it's pretty good. There are some parts that are like, oh yeah. That's, we were at CGI at that point, oh, but we, we you know were counting
1: how, how many times they would have died. We know there were at least six times that any mortal normal person would, would have been shredded and total like concussion, broken bones, but they always come through by the skin of their teeth. It's incredible.
0: Now the Melba is having a showing of the twi- of Twister here, uh, pretty soon. Oh, sweet.
1: Dude, I would love to go see it in Melba.
0: Yeah, now, me and you both saw it at Cersei. And whenever we came out, it it looked like tornado weather. (laughs) That was great. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We come out and we're like, "Uh, I think we need to get to the house. (laughs) Speaking of trailers, the Atomic uh, Blonde trailer, I I knew nothing of this movie. And watching that trailer, I really like it. Charlize Theron, yeah, dude. Uh, she
1: she's good, and I like the cast around her. I seen John Goodman in there. Um, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on this because I haven't looked at the IMDb, but I think I seen Leah Michelle from Glee in there. It it looks like it's going to be just so much fun. Uh, I don't know if it's a spy movie, assassin movie, what you know her job is really but it looks good
0: and for melba uh, is uh tomorrow night at six thirty.
1: oh wow well you have fun
0: yeah <laughs> uh yeah i was uh i went into that blind i was once again looking on youtube and atomic blonde i was like what is this and uh that trailer is really action packed. Uh, really, really good fight choreography just in that trailer. It looks like people are knocking the crap out of her, and she is kicking some ass. Oh yeah.
1: Well, uh, the fight choreography just in that trailer reminds me a lot of the uh, the Kingsman. You know oh, yeah. that movie. Yeah, that style choreography
0: looks so good. Yeah, and uh, we did get some movie news this week: Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, A guy named Terry Notary was cast as a uh, motion capture person and he mentioned that he is one of the people working with Thanos, which led to the speculation that uh, the Cabal is going to be in this movie. Have you read any of the modern uh, Thanos? Like, uh, what is the story I just read with that? Has Thanos' son in it?
1: Oh, no. I'm not familiar with any of that.
0: Okay, well, there's uh, a few characters that are in that. I don't remember their names, but there's some there's some good looking characters. But they're, they're the group is called the Cabal. It's the same ones that were with Thanos when they survived the, uh, or in the in the Secret Wars that just came out. Uh, they were all in a ship together. Okay, all right. I, in fact, I think I've read part of that, so I, I know what you're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and also this week we got some news on the X Men TV series. Now let me speak to. What Fox is doing currently. Now, we're not big fans of Fox Marvel here. But, they may be turning this around because we watch Logan. Logan is great. I have been watching Legion. Legion is one of the best TV shows I have ever seen.
1: It's incredible. I don't know. It's a great show.
0: I don't know who's cooking that sauce over there, but they could pour that over a leather shoe. That is amazing. Legion, yeah. oh, man, if you're not watching Legion, stop, pause your Netflix stuff, uh, uh, hold off on some live TV, and watch Legion. So good. Such a mind screw. You just uh, don't know what's going on from one moment to the next, and I love it. Uh, they're telling a great story over there, and especially the, uh, I don't think I've, I've seen uh, some horror elements on TV in a very long time. Like I've seen in this show. Like it, it is very genuinely kind of getcha. Uh, yeah, especially uh, the the yellow eyed the de- guy. Yeah. The yellow eyed demon guy who we think is the shadow King. I, I they, his, <laughs> they, I, I can't go in. I'd be like talking about lost if I tried to describe what's going on in Legion right now, but there's like a, there's like a dog named King, that his sister, like a couple episodes ago, was like, we never had a dog. <laughs> he always talked to this yeah. dog named Keem that it was imaginary. But he believes yep. it was a real dog. Uh, you know, and there's this yellow-eyed demon walking around that's that's uh, actually right now possessing uh, David. And, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, yeah, but, it's incredible. Uh, Fox is doing another series, and it, we just got... The announcement a few days ago that the name is called Gifted and it's going to take uh, it is about the parents of a mutant. They discover she's a mutant and they try to keep her away from government forces that are pursuing and capturing mutants so uh, they find other mutants. Now they've already announced uh, some of the actors but they also did mention some of the characters, and very interesting enough. One of them is Blink, who we've already seen in uh, an X-Men movie, and another one, which I didn't know till today, Polaris, the "quote unquote" daughter of Magneto. Uh, of course, she is green hair and magnetic powers like Magneto. Dude, it look, uh, if they're on a roll, let,
1: let's not stand in their way. Let's you know tell them to go for it, because
0: this sounds. Awesome. Well, I, I'm i not that guy, but I kind of want to be that guy. Like, I want Polaris to have green hair if they're going to use her.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? You know? Yeah. Look at this. Look, think about all the craziness you just said that you've seen on Legion and you love it. There's going to be nothing wrong with a girl with green hair going on.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just one of those things. Um,
1: now, yeah. So you're 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 the guy. You're you're the Transformers guy. <clears throat> Can you tell me um, where in the Transformers lore is Ed Two Hundred Nine? Because you know I, I was watching this uh, Kids' Choice Award trailer clip of uh, Transformers: The Last Night, and I could have swore Ed Two Hundred Nine made a cameo appearance.
0: <sighs> Listen. Michael Bay, <laughs> it's like the ultimate universe. It's it's a different, it's just different. You don't have to look at it. You just, you can avoid it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it looks like Ed 209. I don't know what to tell you. I, I watched I watch the trailer in the clip and I'm like, eh, it's just a Michael Bay movie again. You know, Optimus Prime's a homicidal maniac. Bumblebee has no voice yet everybody else does. He talks through the radio, yet nothing he says is a radio, is a, a song. It's all me, a TV yeah. clips. Yeah, I like none I of it. John Goodman is not hound. I don't. I don't get this. I don't know. I don't understand. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so moving on. Uh, <laughs> I do Thor. 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 We, uh, Thor we, is we... very interesting. Um,
1: I. I like the I like the new Thor look, which which you informed me. You know that uh, my guess is his hair gets cut short for the Gladiator Games or something. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. They in the uh, Entertainment Weekly article that came out, they did state that uh, he gets captured without his hammer. They shave his head, and he gets forced to fight. In in which uh, everybody's been speculating about this, because of course they've the Hulk's going to be in the movie, uh, Planet Hulk stuff. And he finds the Hulk on Scar. Apparently the gang, the Grandmaster abducted him from Earth, and that's where he's been. He's been fighting in these gladiator fights on Scar. And Thor is going to go up against him. Uh, we know at some point while he still has long hair, Doctor Strange is assisting him to find Odin on Earth. Um, the The colors in the pictures that were shown are kind of throw you off, but it's it's a movie of course so
1: i like it man I, I thought it looks totally awesome i'm buying hook line and sinker man yeah Let, i've already
0: i've already heard of some great memes with that jeff goldblum photo <laughs> oh jeez that thing looks awesome though i'm not going to judge it till i see it so but something i did see we got a wonder woman trailer and it was great amazing I'm all in on Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. The more I see of her, the more she is my Wonder Woman. Um, You know, at first, whenever we got the first things of Batman vs. Superman, it was kind of, uh, who is this? She's a, she's, can she act? Is, she looks kind of thin to be Wonder Woman. I mean, Wonder Woman's as powerful. You know, she looked... (sighs) You know, she looked like a 90s version of Wonder Woman, you know, the super sexualized kind of. And it's like, oh, and and like, you know, I'm not that person that it's that yells about, you know, every every time a woman is too pretty or something like that. But she did seem a little too modelish to be in this action movie to be Wonder Woman and watching the movie boom that all went away she was absolutely great she was one of the best things in the movie and she is wonder woman now oh yeah i can't Handstand. wait for, i can't wait for this movie look look like i've said i i'm
1: 100 percent behind this wonder woman movie as long as it it knows how to look how long how long's the movie uh 120 minutes or something like that 118 minutes as long as it's entertaining for 118 minutes, I don't care. I, I don't care what the previous movie's reputations were. I don't care where she'll fit in the Justice League. I want to see a good Wonder Woman movie. And if it's awesome, then I'm totally pumped about it.
0: Yeah, and the action going on there, um, it was great. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, the, the part I'm trying to figure out is... uh through the trailer we pick up on a little more of what the story is supposed to be about they said keep keep it uh keep her secret you know don't let her know uh, are they trying to keep her, uh, her real mother a secret cuz well you see because, I, don't,
0: I don't know because i mean they they did say they were going to change her origin a little um right so but are i they mean in the other trailer like, that well in the mm-hmm. other trailer they mentioned that like the gods created her out of clay, which, I mean, I thought was the same origin as the comics. But, of course, like I've said, stated before, I'm not the biggest DC fan in the world, so I don't know everything about DC characters. Uh, but I, I thought that was in line with the uh, Wonder Woman origin. So. Right. I'm just trying
1: to figure out. I think they're trying to make it seem like, you know, they she's not a goddess or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't let her know she's a goddess. I don't know. Uh, It it seems interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes. And dude, dude, let me just say before we move on, Stan Lee, I I seen that he he backed out of the one in New York. And uh, I'm pretty sure he pulled his C2E2 as well. I I don't care. I just, I don't need 2017 to be that year. You know, (laughs) don't be that year. Don't be that year. Just, just leave him alone.
0: Well, my friend, uh, I got nothing this week. I have made some purchases. I I had an eBay purchase last night that I'm really happy about, but I'll have to talk about next week. Um, And my local area has been dry on comics. Now, I did talk to our local comics supplier, quote-unquote, a guy named Greg, and he is the man who has all of these vintage comics at these different antique stores. Um, You know, he's got them in five different places. Talked to him for about 20 minutes about his collection. And, uh, you know, there might be a a future interview slash vlog coming up about that. But uh, he may not decide to do it. But I'm really excited for that possibility to be there. Oh, that Um, would be awesome. But like I said, I didn't get anything. There's just stuff I'm working on right now. So what did you get? Well,
1: yesterday we decided uh, to go out and do some Funko Pop hunting, and I knew this week the Kingdom Hearts line has came out. And you know me, I I love Kingdom Hearts. Like I'm sure you remember me sitting hours upon hours, ignoring all the chaos that was going on in our lives at that time, just to play Kingdom Hearts. Like there was nothing to stop me from playing that game. And when these Pops came out, I was like, I have to have them. Well, over the past two days, uh, I got them all. But there's a special two-pack, and that's all I need. I have Pete. I have the GameStop exclusive Goofy. I got Mickey, Goofy, and the Hot Topic exclusive Donald Duck. Uh, I think that's it, minus the two-pack of Chip and Dale, which I don't know where I'm going to find that. So there may be one that's left out. But I'm pretty pumped. I was excited that I was able to knock out a complete set that quick.
0: So uh, how are you storing displaying these pops? Because you're getting quite a few.
1: (laughs) Why why do you got to ask me uh, questions like that, you know, ma'am. Because
0: I'm just I'm just I'm an interested party. I want to know how this is working.
1: Well, let's see. Um, Sitting, You've been in my house, and uh, you know where my desk is. Well, sitting next to me is four comic boxes all stacked on top of each other. On top of those four comic boxes is about 52 pops. Wow. (laughs) I got got 52 pops sitting right beside me. That's only because my closet is full.
0: Yeah, and these are like, the boxes are three by four by like seven i think so yeah uh yeah that's that's a lot of volume sir well
1: i guarantee you two more high and it'll be touching the ceiling
0: (laughs) that is great that's that's exactly how i thought that looked that's amazing
1: oh nice you you predicted me okay i like this
0: well now Uh, what 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 are your plans on display
1: Oh, eventually I'd love to have some shelving, but what I want to do is I want to make them look nice. So I need to go to the hardware store and I'd like to get a nice, like nice piece of wood, maybe something, you know, 16 inches wide so I can have a nice base and then I'm going to, uh, stain it and sand it down and just make it look nice. And I'll put it on the wall next to my bed because that's just a blank wall. And then I can stack them and make them look nice the way I want. Nice. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's talk about Lost in Time. Now, of course, we've we haven't had Lost in Time in a couple of weeks, but yeah, I, I this week I wanted to talk about ViewMaster. Did you ever have any ViewMaster stuff,
1: dude? I had a ViewMaster, and it was so fun because you know the little discs that you look at your pictures through. My brother and I had a ton of them, but. We weren't good about keeping up with them, so we would lose them. And we would always be so excited when we randomly found one. We always knew where the Viewmaster was, but we lost the discs. We never hung on to them. It was always just, oh, check this out, look at it for a while, and then we'd lose the disc again. Throw it like a
0: Frisbee, wherever it landed. I'll find it in two years.
1: Once again, you know how to predict me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember, gosh, there was... He-Man discs and uh, gremlins. I had gremlins. Then, of course, there were the National Park stuff with like, and then like the ancient dinosaurs that were clay, you know, that kind of thing. And, of course, if you don't know what a Viewmaster is, which, I mean, they still make them, everybody should, but it's just a 3D lens with a, you have a special disc you put in and it rotates with a little clicker. And, of course, it has two of the same images, but they're offset by so much. And it causes a 3D effect. And I always thought it was just really cool. And uh, I think every kid should have had one some at some point in their life. Because they're just, you know, really cool.
1: Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Once uh, Jax gets old enough, I'm definitely going to try to find one of the more modern ones and snag it for him. Because they are fun. I remember just sitting forever, sitting in a car... Flipping back and forth between the discs, you know, on road trips or whatever, because that's where they're entertaining. It's when you're stuck somewhere and you can look at all these cool pictures. Oh yeah. See, now now my lost in time is totally off kilter from normal, but but you know me, I'm a sports guy, and this is uh, a section about stuff we miss, and I've been watching lots of college basketball lately. And because I'm getting ready for NCAA tournament time, I like to know how to fill out my bracket so I watch a lot of the conference tournament games so I know how to fill stuff out. I miss real basketball. I miss hand check basketball. Dude, I, I just miss the days of when a player could take the basketball to the hoop and, you know, he might get a hack or two. But there wasn't a foul every five seconds, or or somebody begging for a foul every five seconds. Like, you go back and take any one of these teams with all these stacked players, and take them back and let them play the nineteen eighty nine Detroit Pistons, the Bad Boys, and they are going to walk out bloody, bruised, and crying because they aren't going to know what hit them. I don't know, man. I, I just I, I miss old time basketball. This modern stuff just. Oh, so boring. So boring.
0: Uh, kind of like football. You can't, you can't. Oh, ah, you just, oh yeah.
1: You, you miss the days when uh, good old uh, John Lynch from the Denver Broncos used to just grab a wide receiver coming across the middle and just plant him in the ground. And you were like, did that guy die? <laughs> did I just witness a death? Because, you know, or back, you know, when Ray Lewis was in his prime and he catches somebody and just hits oh them. Oh, my God. Dude, Ray Lewis you, was a beast. Did you ever see the sports science where they said uh, getting hit by Ray Lewis is this equivalent of getting hit by a, a Volkswagen They're bug like at 35 30, miles? 35, power. yeah. Yeah. Like, see, that's a collision. That's awesomeness. Uh, this modern stuff, uh, I'm – uh, I'll stick with my football because I have such a love for football, but gosh, this basketball is tough to watch. These players are so coddled. And, and and that's that's off topic for us. I understand that. But every now and then, man, hey, it's lost in time, and that stuff that's lost is good basketball. So. Oh. So we're back at uh, where we would normally have the Have You Seen It section, but... We've decided to go off kilter and talk about series that we love. And dude, this week we get to talk about one that I ain't gonna lie. I may know more about this show than any other show that we have discussed, ever discussed, or ever will discuss. I don't know if there's many things that I do not know about this show. And I'm being honest. I freaking love Dragon Ball Z let's let's talk about where where did you find your love to for Dragon Ball Z and just just what do you like about the show where did you discover it and you know
0: I don't know the chicken or the egg here but um, you know hanging around with you guys Dragon Ball Z was what was on you know we all put it on because we all kind of liked it. But then, I, I don't know at which point each one of us fell in love with the show. Mine, uh, you know, my, mine was, of course, Vegeta. and Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can explain that very easily. Vegeta is the first time I saw somebody do this with a character. Of course, Vegeta started out as the the baddest of the bad guys season you know not really seasons but the first story arc vegeta was the ultimate bad guy oh yeah uh, and, and until you got to his boss but vegeta was was the opposite of goku he was he was the bad saiyan he was the one he had to defeat he was he was convinced he was the legendary super saiyan he was going to kill goku he was going to take over the earth uh, you know, and he was just your generic bad guy, opposite of your good guy, going to take over, going to do it all. But as the story progressed, they did something unique with Vegeta. They gave him pathos, they gave him drive. It, it, it wasn't just. It, where, whereas normal shows would go. Oh, I defeated him. Oh, he's going to come back. I'm going to defeat him again. Oh, he defeated me. Oh, gosh, what are we going to do? Everything's horrible. Oh, but defeated him. Oh, and, and just on and on and on. They didn't do that. Vegeta was driven to be became, better. Oh, yeah. And Vegeta did not give up. Vegeta kept going. He nearly destroyed himself trying to become the super saiyan the the goku's better and as he progressed through that as his story progressed as his character grew he became more involved in uh the people and the friends and eventually vegeta became one of the good guys He was still an ass. Don't get me wrong. That's the great part about Vegeta. (laughs) He is still the biggest ass you've ever seen.
1: Oh, yeah. I love it.
0: But uh, he turned out to be one of the best characters in the show. I mean, everybody loves Goku. Everybody loves Gohan. Everybody loves uh, Trunks. Vegeta's my guy. Vegeta is my guy. I fell in love with Vegeta.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that 100%. Um and, and honestly, Vegeta is definitely up there in my favorites. Especially now, you you really need to get caught up. You your love for Vegeta would just expand tenfold. I'm not even lying.
0: Yeah, and let um, me. You, you said on here uh, three favorite episodes. Um, I, I could go ahead and and give you mine well, right now. Um, okay. Oh, okay. The, the of course the number one episode for me. Is the Vegeta, the Majin Vegeta episode. Oh. Where. Ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, and the one, you know, the one before it where. Is that the same episode where he knocks out. Is it Trunks? Trunks?
1: Yeah, he knocks out. Is his it the son. same episode? Yeah, it's the same one. Okay,
0: yeah. You know, that, and he goes off and, and he does the ultimate sacrifice. Uh,. And then, not an episode, but Return of Fusion, (laughs) between him and Goku, is just great, Uh, amazing. And probably my third would have to be, now I I can't remember the exact episode, but where uh, he watches uh, Trunks get killed and and fights uh, Cell
1: oh yes good lord yeah that's a good one too um also another favorite vegeta moment is uh my bulma in the uh in the the battle of the gods movie where beerus slaps uh bulma and vegeta just goes off on him and uh is at that time so they believe he is stronger than goku but yeah, that Vegeta's a great character and just one of the best. You know me, um, as much as I love Vegeta, as much as I love Goku, my Gohan's my boy, man. I uh, I freaking love Gohan. Like, like oh, before I say that, let, let me just say, you know. The the two of us, Rick and I, and our friend Matt, and Artie, and Giles, and Eddie, and many, Ross, many others that I would shout out totally that were a part of this group, we, uh, we all worked at Taco Bell together, and on Tuesday nights when the VHSs would get released, we would literally close the Taco Bell down, we'd leave there what, about 10, 30, or 11, go over to uh, walmart pick up the new vhs go back to our buddy matt and we would sit and watch dragon ball z until the end of the tape which was you know depending on whether you got a two episode tape or whether you got a three episode tape take that for what you will and oh just so many good times around dragon ball z just i think that's what endures it in my heart more than anything else
0: yeah i mean and and it was just written so well and it was so funny like, oh, can the, it has can the, some of the best
1: filler episodes. My
0: favorite Vegeta moment is, is of course, can the youngest son of Goku also go Super Saiyan? Uh-huh. Yes, of course. It's a Super Saiyan bargain sell. Oh, oh yes. That's awesome. <laughs> that is, uh, that may be my favorite episode. I may have to take the others out. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, well, you know, if I, if I'm going to break down my three favorite episodes, uh, Number one is uh, Gohan saves the world, where uh, he defeats Cell. That would be an incredible one. Um, another would be where Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time. Oh yeah, I, I know I'm I'm cheesing out, but they really are not some of the best. But but here's a here's one for my third one. I'm going to pick the episode. Where they're getting ready for the final martial arts tournament that leads into the, the Majin Buu saga. And they have a punching bag that they're supposed to tap to, you know, they're going to take take the top so many fighters. And they all have to punch it and get, gives them a rating. And uh, they're all trying to flick it. Like Krillin and them are just barely tapping it. And Vegeta, once again, Vegeta walks up and just full force smashes the crap out of this thing. And blows it up freaking incredible episode i love that one once again humor caused by vegeta being an ass which does not get
0: old well now we've only mentioned our our favorite character now who's your second favorite oh oh no second favorite good
1: lord but i'm gonna go with uh i, I really like the Goten and trunks combo I, I like the boys. The boys are hilarious, man. They uh, they are the comic relief from the Majin Buu Saga forward, and they are great characters. I, I love the fact that they're still goofy little kids, but they're so enormously powerful that they don't really have a
0: care in the world, and it's hilarious. Master Roshi, man. Dirty old man. Dirty old man. <laughs> Yeah, don't watch the regular Dragon Ball with your kids if you're watching the Japanese one. That
1: is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, but you know somebody uh, somebody that has to be mentioned that's not just Dragon Ball Z, but you have to go back to Dragon Ball, is, uh, is call- Bulma. Oh. Well, I was going to say Bulma. <laughs> Bulma is really a decent character that holds her own throughout all of it and really gets no airtime you know yeah she's never she's never the star of the show she's never been the star of the show but you've never felt that Bulma was totally forced and and she has played some major roles throughout the entire series and really held things together and I think she's an overlooked character
0: I agree but now let's before we move on let's do one more thing okay who is your favorite bad guy of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that's oh.
1: Can can I pick an entire team? <laughs> can, can can I say you the Ginyu Force? You want to say Force? the Ginyu Force? I love the Ginyu Force, dude. They are hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the I guess Ginyu Force. That's that's great. I didn't even think about them. I always thought you were gonna be like. Uh, Majin Buu or 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 Majin whatever his name was. Uh, I'd have to go with Cell. Just the whole Cell story is so great.
1: Uh, oh yeah,
0: you know from Future Trunks to the end of the Cell saga. My favorite time in Dragon Ball Z.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah, totally, one hundred percent. Which, uh, you want to know something sad that'll maybe force you into watching Dragon Ball Super? <laughs>
0: You're, you're on this you you're gonna make me watch the show well wouldn't you like to see how future
1: trunks timeline is no more they're gone the entire timeline has been destroyed
0: I'm, now I'm interested but that that leads to some conundrums that I can think of
1: you need to you need to watch it you need to watch it it's good
0: okay no problem oh
1: uh, so that wraps up one of that uh section
0: there what uh I have a couple of questions. Okay, yeah. Which see, one Which one do you want to hit first? Oh, let's just go with the top, man. Okay. Um, now, of course, as I mentioned, uh, I'm an artist guy. I love comic book artists. L- I love story. I love great story. But the art is what catches my eye. The art is right. what makes me pick up a book and look at it. Sean, Dude, who? Hey, you should, uh, you should check out this guy, uh, John Byrne. <laughs> i like i like that now i was going to mention that i'm leaving john byrne out of this list <laughs> so,
1: okay okay so, so you want to know mine
0: I, I want to know who are your favorite artists who is first of all who's the guy that you're going to buy the book regardless of what's inside You're pick you're like this guy drew it i'm getting it todd and, McFarlane. todd McFarlane. well like i've said before uh, I I have tons of respect for Todd McFarlane as an artist, and, and and let's talk about that because Todd McFarlane's art is in the vein of John Byrne. I mean, there there's certain artists that have a realism to their art, like oh yeah, and, and Todd McFarlane is definitely in that category. He has this hyper realistic, overblown art that he can just knock out. Like he was doing a month to month book that looked like he took you know, three days on each page, and it just looked amazing, and whenever Todd McFarlane came along, he set a new bar in comics, those first Spider-Man books, the, the work on, on Hulk he did, um, you know, his, his you know, stuff even in Invasion where it would, that he did for DC, his uh, Batman work, it's all really great. There's a reason those books hold their value because Todd McFarlane drawing that stuff and Spawn. Don't get me wrong. The first few issues of Spawn look amazing, and even the ones where he started replacing him with um uh, and I, Greg, not Capolo. Is that who is that who he had on the book? Oh, I no. It is Greg. Okay. Well, um. Well, anyway, Todd McFarlane's art. Even though I have problems with Todd McFarlane's mouth. His art cannot be argued with. It is really good. And don't get me wrong. I know some people don't don't like it, and that's fine. You just don't like that style of art. I don't think his skill can be denied.
1: No, he's incredible. Absolutely. Um, let me say uh, uh, something I've been reading. I, I grab right here beside me because I, I have somebody modern, somebody – that is new that I have thoroughly enjoyed is Paul Acita and Elizabeth Breitweiser. They have done their, their outcast. They did outcast. And I freaking love this stuff. I, I love the artwork that is in outcast. Um, I believe they're both paired together for uh killer be killed as well, which is, uh, an image run that I've really enjoyed. Um, th- I, I just really like these books and uh, Paul Sita is definitely up there. You know, um, somebody that you showed me that I really enjoyed was uh Phil Hester. I like Phil Hester. I think he does great stuff.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 This is the outcast guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, it's, uh, You know, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of Jay Lee, Um, you know, another really good artist. Uh, It's kind of impressionistic, but uh, visceral at the same time. Uh, He's got really dynamic angles. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could see picking, picking this up. Uh, Oh yeah. There's a great, uh, there's a great image of Venom and and Spider-Man I just stumbled on by him. That looks Great.
1: Thoroughly enjoyed his artwork so far, man. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been great. I'd love to find some time where uh, he's at a local – well, he probably won't come local, but at a con that I could attend, and I would love to get some autographs. And uh, you were saying you've discovered Paul Smith? Uh, Phil Hester. Phil Hester. Um, When you showed me the uh, Kevin Smith Green Arrow series – that's done by Phil Hester, and you know when Hastings was going out of business, I bought the uh, the trade paperback of
0: the Green Arrow book and the Kevin I, Smith Quiver.
1: Yeah, yeah, Quiver.
0: Yeah. Speaking of, did you did you see a Joel's picture that I sent you? Yes, I did. Where he stumbled in Batesville, he picked up a hardback version of Quiver. In, in an old bookstore for five dollars, it was signed by Kevin Smith. Somebody had, somebody let that one go and didn't think about it. But yeah, I yeah. was like you son of a Oh, gosh,
1: dang yeah. it! I am uh,
0: I'll I'll tell him I'll buy it for seven. <laughs> I bet you would. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a really great find, and congratulations to Joel. Joel, I I did go to uh, Monster Trucks in uh, Jonesboro. I took uh, both kids, and they loved it. And Joel was there with his kid, and I, I got to talk to him for a little while, and he, he told me the story about how he got that. And he said he's he's going to email us. And, guys, uh, anybody can email us. Y'all send in some questions and, and or just hit us up on Facebook. I, I've had some great conversations with a couple of people on Facebook. I
1: really Absolutely. love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I was going to run this by you, but I'm going to spring it on you spur of the moment. Uh, episode 50 for, should definitely have a Q&A section. If you're listening to this, you got questions you want to ask us, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. We, If we don't like your question, we'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, no, ask anything you want. And uh, during episode 50, if you want, uh, we'll uh, and do our best to answer all those questions. I just thought that would be a fun thing to do. You know, send us questions on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can hit, probably hit up Ricky on Instagram. That'd be something really fun. But, dude, I'm glad you got to go to Monster Trucks. Uh, this weekend, my family and I, we also took a little trip. Well, not really a trip. We went into downtown Little Rock, and uh, we went to the Museum of Discovery. I saw that. Was- Dude, it was so awesome. We we ate at Gus's Chicken. We're going there the next time you come here. We are going there. Okay? It the parking's not that hard. We're going to go there. We're going to eat some great food. You you can't miss this for too much longer, Rick. You need to come experience it with me.
0: Well, I uh, let me let me tell you something real quick. Um, first of all, uh, Monster Trucks was thanks to W R D Entertainment who got us those tickets. Um, Ooh, yeah, nice. yeah, I really appreciate that, Mandy at W R D. Also, since you're talking about local food, let me let me tell you. Um, went to the Pinto the other day, and uh, I was meeting our friend Eddie and Bryce, the owner. Uh, asked me if he if I could try something for him to see if he thinks it's a great product. And he made a uh, potato taco with like a, it was a breakfast thing that had eggs on it. It was absolutely amazing. I cannot get enough. It's like $4. And it is completely filling and great. <laughs> Go to the Pinto if you're in Batesville at all. And, and give them a try. Say hi to Bryce and his wife. Um, my favorite artist, who is not John Byrne. <laughs> sorry about, sorry about our tangent. <laughs> yeah, I just there's so many things to think about. Um, on favorite artist, Jim Chung, and I'm probably butchering that last name because I, I believe it's an Asian name. Um, is such a great modern artist working on books today? He has that Arthur Adams feel. Um, he, his, his greatest thing that I've read is, is Young Avengers, which he worked oh, yeah. on almost that whole series. Uh, I'm holding right now Avengers Children's Crusade, which he worked on. Uh, he also did the entire run of, uh, the new Avengers Illuminati, which is written by Brian Michael Bendis for you Bendis fans. Uh, and it's a great, absolutely great book. Um, his art just, and the writing is great. Uh, But his art makes this entire book. I mean, if if you see Avengers Illuminati, pick it up. Uh, If you don't have it in your collection, buy it off Amazon or or just search it out. It is absolutely great. Uh, Another great artist working today that I really like, um, David Finch. Uh, He worked on Avengers Disassembled and a bunch of other modern stuff. Uh, He did the Moon Knight reboot uh, quite a few years ago. Uh, nice. Great artist, uh, absolutely. I don't talk about modern artists enough uh, because, of course, I'm not. I'm not getting the modern books. I keep up with the stories in the news and stuff like that. Uh, of course, I've, I'm collecting my childhood stuff, like John Byrne, like Todd McFarlane, uh, stuff like that. <laughs> but the those guys don't need to be unsung. They are absolutely great, especially. Uh, Jim, who's, whose work is just, just phenomenal, who picked up the Arthur Adams banner and, and is still carrying it to this day. Um, Sean, there's a couple things you wanted to talk about for the rest of the podcast, and uh, why don't you hit it? Well, one
1: is, like I talked about, all
0: that awesome stuff
1: that I did this weekend, Museum of Discovery, Gus's Fried Chicken, we went, uh, family and I went to the Arkansas Game and Fish Museum downtown, all that has been recorded and is put on a vlog. Yes, I've started vlogging. I have I said last week I thought I was going to do an every other day. And it has turned into an every day. Um, I don't know how long I'll do every day because it's really starting to wear on me already. I don't know how these people that are professional vloggers... I mean, obviously, once you make it big, they don't have to worry about as much. But dealing with family, dealing with work, coming home, eating dinner, you know, doing all the good editing and stuff. Um, it, it's been fun. It's been uh, enlightening. And let me just say, I don't know if I'll ever get used to the looks you get when you're walking around with a camera in your hand and people are looking at you. It... uh. It's a little odd sometimes, but I like doing it. But also, the 50th episode is coming up. This is episode 48. We're going to have 49. Yes. And- Let yes,
0: this is episode 48. This is this is episode 48. Sorry oh, yeah. for sorry for the typo. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. This is episode 48. Um Episode fifty is the big one. Obviously, uh, I'd like to either be at Rick's house or him be here so that we can do live. I'd like to do a uh, full recording of it, set up a couple of cameras, and then uh, record us and then throw that on YouTube so that y'all could see, you know, the fiftieth episode. Just something different for that. But what we need you to do is, if you listen to this, go give the Facebook page a like. We we made a big push this week. Or I made a big stink this week, and we ended up, we have 70 likes on the page now. I would love to see 30 more in the next two weeks. Come on, guys. If you hit, if we get 30 more, then uh, the Funko Pops alone that are going to be in the giveaway are worth over $50. But I'm telling you now. If for some reason, some way, you know somebody that can just get this page out there and get a ton of likes and you want to be entered into the giveaway, if it can get up to $150, i will give away, in the giveaway, one of my Captain America 2017 Spring Exclusives. I only have two. One I'm keeping. Uh, I would really like... I don't mind giving it for the podcast. This is something... The podcast is something that I believe in and I'm willing to make sacrifices for it. And that is something I'm willing to give away if we can get it up to 150 likes. So if you're listening, share this with your friends. Share this... You know, go on your friends list and go on to the Not So Southern Gentleman page and send them invites. Just boom, 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 boom. Everybody that you think you might that might enjoy this cinema a like an invite and if we get it to 150 uh captain america is in otherwise even the pops that i am including are already worth over 50 plus there'll be a couple other uh i think a couple of comics in the giveaway so we just need you to get out there and share and uh we, we enjoy the people that listen to us and uh we hope y'all enjoy listening to us um as every week, you can find me on Twitter, at Maynard98. You can find both of us on Twitter, at NotSoSouthernG's.
0: You can find me, at Ricky Westbrook. You can search not so southern gentlemen on Facebook. Uh, guys, we're always active on the Facebook page. Uh, we're always responding on Twitter. Um, I am going to try to get a, an Instagram page hooked up to our... Facebook? Not-so-southern-gentleman account. I, currently, I have one. It's Prime Studio on Instagram. Um, but I, I'm going to stray away from using that one. I'm going to try to get an official one out there. So Nice. You do that, and I'll help populate it with some good pictures. There we go. Absolutely. And please, um, hit us back.
1: Yes. Yes. Please, hit us back. We love the interactions. Absolutely. So, Till next week, for not so southern gentlemen, I'm Sean.
0: And I am Ricky.
1: The choice has been made, the traveler has come.